When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Exclusive. The road rage victim speaks out. You think he's trying to kill you? Her first interview since the shocking video of the driver trying to mow her down. Then, not again. Ducking as gunfire erupts at a high school ball game. It's the second time this week. And the creepy intruder staring at the husband and wife while they were sleeping. It was unbelievable. Plus... It's getting close. The latest top official in President Biden's inner circle to test positive for COVID. Then, how much do you make? The new trend, salary transparency. 80, 90, 100. From the Hooters waitress. It was a really, really good day. To the teacher. About 100,000 a year. Why so many people are letting the world know what they made. Plus, dream come true. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And is this the end of the traditional men's suit? Look at all those brilliant colors. And... Oh, my God. Car wash tsunami. I don't even know what to do. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Around the country, road rage has become an epidemic. For one young woman, a minor fender bender nearly became a life-ending event. You've seen the footage. She was trying to take photos of the car that she says hit hers when suddenly the driver behind the wheel started chasing her. Cameras caught what happened next. As she says, she was run over three times. She lived, but her injuries are severe. And now 23-year-old Morgan Scott is speaking exclusively to Arles Trent. She's the young woman who survived a horrific road rage attack during her morning commute. Can I give you a fist? Definitely. We're good with that. In this Inside Edition exclusive, Morgan Scott details her terrifying assault two weeks ago when she was mowed down not once, not twice, but three times. What is the extent of your injuries? I have a broken femur, so they put a rod in my leg um, during surgery. Um, both of my knees were basically split open. I have broken ribs on both sides. Uh, my neck is broken in three places. Morgan's liver is also lacerated, and she must protect her face from the sun to reduce scarring from the road rash she suffered. Before the attack, 23-year-old Morgan had a smile that could light up a room. She was on her way to her job with the city's planning zoning commission when her nightmare unfolded in Elizabeth, New Jersey. She says the driver of a silver SUV hit her car during a minor fender bender, so she took photos of the license plate. Suddenly, the SUV went into reverse and went right at her. I was able to get out of the way, but I was shocked that that's what was going on. The driver doesn't stop there. He heads right for her again. She flees across a lawn, but this time trips. What follows next is just too disturbing to show. I tried to, you know, run because I, I was like, what's going on? So let me get my shoes off because I had heels on at the time. 
and one of them couldn't come off all the way. Then I fell. Were you stunned? Were you in shock? I was really trying to just figure out what to do next. This guy comes at you, hits you, backs up, hits you again, then hits you again. You think he was trying to kill you? I do believe he was. The suspect, Vincent Jean, has been charged with attempted murder. When you think about this guy, are you are you angry? What are your thoughts about this person who did this? I definitely think he's he he's a danger to society. During our interview at the Kessler Institute for Rehabilitation in New Jersey, Morgan was moved to tears. Not over the road rage attack, but she says by the outpouring from total strangers. She credits her loving family for also helping her get through the unthinkable. When it comes down to it, when it comes to my family, my friends, they're there for me and I want to be there for them. We reached out to the suspect's attorney but did not hear back. If you'd like to help Morgan, her family has set up a GoFundMe page for her medical expenses. And you can learn more about that over at InsideEdition.com. Another youth baseball game has been interrupted by gunfire. This time it was a high school game on the south side of Chicago that had players ducking for cover. Not again! Shots rang out at a high school baseball game. At first, the umpire and players are not sure what's going on. Then, more shots, and they hit the deck. It happened 13 miles from downtown Chicago, a city plagued by record-breaking gun violence. The game at the private Catholic school was in the third inning when gunfire erupted at a nearby McDonald's. This has sent shockwaves in the neighborhood. Our children should be able to enjoy themselves without fear of being shot. It's the second time this week. At a Little League game in South Carolina, the youngsters had to take cover as bullets flew around them. Mom, Lori Ferguson, whose son was on the pitcher's mound during the South Carolina game, can't believe it's happened again. It literally just brings tears to my eyes to see it happen again. It's just sad. It's the sad world that we're living in. No arrests have been made in either shooting. Meantime, a couple had no idea they were being robbed until they saw the intruder on their home security camera footage. And it gets worse. That footage shows the burglar standing in their bedroom watching them as they slept. They spoke with Jim Murray. It doesn't get much creepier than this. There's an intruder in the house. It's the middle of the night, and he's standing over the bed watching the oblivious homeowners while they sleep. It was unbelievable. It was like... Yeah. Somebody really standing there looking at us? Rachel and Kevin Sandoval say the intruder got in through a window. A camera catches the burglar moving around the home. He enters the master bedroom and just stares at the couple. Then he pokes around in their stuff. Another camera catches the burglar leaving. Incredibly, the intruder returned. And when he opened the front door, he leaned in and told a night nurse on the sofa that in the future, the family should keep the door locked. And with that... He left again. The Sandovals, who live in San Bernardino, California, only found out what had happened when they checked their surveillance video. 
they hired the night nurse to help care for their disabled son. When you saw the tape, both of you, for the first time and realized this creep is standing over you, watching you, what went through your minds? I was freaked out. I had goosebumps. And what did he get away with? My wedding ring, the uh, necklaces that my sisters got me for Christmas. Um, we had some cash, my husband's watch. The Sandovals now have a dog named Roxy to watch over the home, so this never happens again. Police were able to identify the suspect and make an arrest. Other news today, COVID numbers are back on the upswing. Daily infections surged more than 50% this past week. And today, another top staffer at the White House tested positive. And that's raising concerns for the president, who is attending this weekend's White House Correspondents' Dinner, but with special precautions. The COVID surge in Washington's elite circle of power brokers is creeping closer to the president. I can speak uh, to the president. White House Communications uh, Director Kate Bedingfield is the latest official to catch COVID. This morning, I tested positive, she announced on social media. I last saw the president Wednesday in a socially distanced meeting while wearing an N95 mask. Thanks to being fully vaccinated and boosted, I am only experiencing mild symptoms. If we are in a meeting with the president, I've noted before, we you always are tested. Um, we often wear masks, almost always wear masks in those meetings. Um, we are try to socially distance whenever possible. Vice President Kamala Harris, who also tested positive this week, remains in isolation. The 79-year-old president, who has had two boosters, still plans to attend Saturday night's White House Correspondents' Dinner, one of the biggest events on the Washington social scene. He's not attending the dinner portion. He's coming for the program, So, and he will likely uh, wear a mask when he's not speaking. The dinner features lighthearted speeches, but questions are being raised about whether it's appropriate to be funny right now. What do you think? Do you think it's okay for the president to make jokes? I think he needs to acknowledge some of the things we're going through. You don't joke about COVID. You don't joke about Ukraine. Meanwhile, a tearful Sharon Osbourne is revealing that her husband, legendary rocker Ozzy Osbourne, has COVID. I am very worried about Ozzy right now. Um, We've gone two years without him catching COVID, and it's just Ozzy's luck he would get it now. Sharon Osbourne was in London when she heard about Ozzy testing positive. She's since flown home to be with him. It's an important part of the job search, finding out what that job pays. Eight states have passed laws requiring some form of salary transparency, and that'll help all job seekers, especially women and minorities who are often on the short end of the salary range. Meantime, some employees are no longer keeping their salaries secret. Amber Cagliano explains. We had $7 cash and some change. This Hooters waitress is raking in the tips, and she has no problems sharing her earnings for all the world to see. Then I got $10 cash from my second table. 23-year-old Leah Finley tallies it all up at home after her shift is over. 20, 40, 60, so that was $289. She's part of a growing social media phenomenon called salary transparency. Revealing your salary used to be as private as it gets, a big no-no that you never talked about. But now a younger generation is saying they have no problem laying it all out there. 
kind of empowers people to, you know, maybe I could make more. Maybe I'm not getting the amount that I deserve. CNBC personal finance correspondent Sharon Epperson. We want to make sure that there is transparency that can help to eliminate or help to reduce bias. And then that can help to close the wage gap. How much do you make? I make 53000 Hannah Williams even goes around town asking the once taboo question for her popular TikTok account, Salary Transparent Street. How much do you guys make? 31500 about 35k 105k i am a it engineer and what uh how much do you make uh, i make uh, 75,000 the more we talk about it the more we can get a good sense of making sure that we're all paid fairly for the same role 42% of gen z workers and 40% of millennials share salary information with each other okay. as for so, leah well she wants to become a lawyer yeah, maybe it's a crazy world that we live in but you know i mean A first-year server is going to be making way more than a first-year lawyer. I got $10. And the average pay for a player in the NFL is $860,000. And last night, during round one of the NFL draft, the nation's top football prospects saw their dreams of playing in the big league come true. It was also a big night for one very special fan. It was a dream come true for this gigantic New York Giants fan. Not only did 19-year-old Sam Prince get to walk on stage with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, he got to hype up the crowd with his unabashed enthusiasm. He even got to announce the Giants' number one draft pick. The New York football Giants select Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end, Then he went in for one giant congratulatory hug. Sam got the opportunity through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He had a heart transplant, and this was exactly what he needed to lift his spirits. You're standing beside the commissioner of football. You're about to announce this pick for your team. How nerve-wracking is that? I was so nervous, but so happy. I don't think the the nerve just went away. The hardest thing was pronouncing all the names I was practicing all week. And forget about traditional men's suits at the NFL draft. Look at this light pink suit, complete with fedora. Florida State University's Jermaine Johnson II sported a neon green jacket. University of Cincinnati cornerback Ahmad Gardner wore powdered blue. The Philadelphia Inquirer even had to wonder, is it the death of the black suit? And check out quarterback Kenny Pickett's fiance, who couldn't contain her excitement when he was selected to play for the Steelers. And if I can brag just a bit about my alma mater, five University of Georgia players were selected in the first round of the draft, including number one pick Trayvon Walker. Next, honeymoon from hell. Did Amber Heard give Johnny Depp a black eye during their honeymoon on the Orient Express? Then, after the bombshell announcement... This will be my last year hosting The Late Late Show. Who will replace James Corden on The Late Late Show? And... Oh, my God. Car Wash Tsunami. I don't know what to do. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before 
where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. She went to the car wash to clean her vehicle. Then this happened. Uh, I don't know what to do. She's freaking out because sudsy water is pouring inside her car at the car wash. I don't know what to do. I don't want it inside of my car wash. She went live on social media during the car wash fail. And the video now has more than 13 million views. Uh, (laughs) Um, oh my God. When she took her car to the repair shop, they told her the drains under her hood were blocked with leaves and debris and the water had nowhere to go but inside. It was an emotional moment for James Corden as he told his audience he's leaving his late night talk show next year. Now the question is, who will replace him? It was a laid back James Corden pumping gas as he headed into work today. But last night, he dropped the bombshell news that he's leaving the Late Late Show in one year. I've decided to sign for one more year on the show and that this will be, this will be my last year hosting the Late Late Show. He choked up as he shared the news. There'll be tears. There'll be so many tears. Because um, this has been the hardest decision I've ever had to make. James has done a great job with his late night show. He really reinvented the wheel. He came up with some very creative segments. Of course, everybody knows carpool karaoke. As he filled up his Range Rover, he was asked, what's next? And even though the announcement that he's leaving the popular and critically praised show isn't 24 hours old, social media is already buzzing about his replacement. And there are lots of women being suggested. Comedians Tiffany Haddish, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Amber Ruffin. There's definitely nothing official that's being looked into at this point. But if you look at Twitter, the fans are really rooting for CBS to replace James Corden with a woman. But for now, America will get to enjoy Corden for one more year. Here's to the next 12 months. It is going to be a blast. I promise you that. We'll be right back with more of the Late Late Show, everybody. Corden started hosting the Late Late Show in 2015. When we come back, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's honeymoon from hell. 
Testimony in the Johnny Depp defamation trial has also zeroed in on his honeymoon seven years ago. Depp and Heard set off on the Orient Express in Southeast Asia. But judging from testimony from Depp's former bodyguard, it was not all wine and roses. It was the honeymoon from hell. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were on the legendary Orient Express when they got into a nasty physical confrontation, according to the latest sensational courtroom testimony. It even resulted in Depp getting a black eye. His bodyguard testified that he saw bruises on Depp's face after the couple apparently fought on the luxurious train, which was taking them to Malaysia in 2015. You can see the shiner in this grainy photo taken by the bodyguard. On the left-hand side, under his eye, There's a swelling. Amber has previously confirmed they fought on their honeymoon, but blames Depp, saying, I thought he might actually kill me. I thought I might die. In another incident, Amber threw Depp's phone, wallet, and passport over their balcony in L.A. Their driver testified he was dispatched to retrieve everything. Who had the phone? A homeless gentleman. I approached him about the phone. He was honest. He returned it. I gave him reward. And what was the reward? $420, chicken tacos, chips, apples. With public opinion seemingly in Johnny Depp's favor, Amber Heard will take the stand next week. It's not her case yet, and some of this may turn towards her favor as she takes the stand. We'll have to wait and see. And we will all be watching. Up next, it's Big Mac versus Little Mac. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finally today, last time we showed you a dog really angry about losing a game of Uno. We'll check this one out. Yum, yum. Time for a Big Mac. Say what? You've got to be kidding. Big Mac, Little Mac. And that's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. From Wondery, this is Black History for Real. I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Conscious Lee. What do most <laughs> people think about when they hear the words Black History? Rosa Parks, Reconstruction, MLK, February, Black History Exactly, Mom. exactly. There are so many stories of Black History that we just are not really talking about or thinking about, especially outside of February. And we are about to flip the script on all of that. Because on this show, you're going to hear a little less... In August 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And a little bit more. She is a heroine to some. As a fighter for black rights, she is a villain to others. Follow Black History for Real on the Wondery app 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen everywhere on February 5th, or you can listen early and ad-free on Wondery Plus starting January 29th. Join Wondery Plus on the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Black is-